0: In this episode, I want to share my thoughts on quitting your job to pursue entrepreneurship. Get ready, because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Here's something to pump you up. Today's featured song comes from Geoxor. It's called You and I. And as you can probably tell, it's crazy high energy. I love it. To find this song and the other songs used in this show, head back to my YouTube channel where I've got a playlist going of all of it. youtube.com slash Greg Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're talking about quitting your job. I've been asked this question a few times over the last six months, and so I want to make sure I address it. In a few days, I'll be hitting my one-year anniversary since quitting my job. And while the last year certainly has been an incredible experience, one that I would not have asked for differently, there's so much that I wish I had done differently. I mean, I believe that everything that has happened had to happen for me to get to the point that I am now and for me to be more confident as someone who can make it self-employed. But I kind of wish I didn't have to go through all of it because a lot of it sucked really badly. You've probably heard the podcast episode. It's one of the most popular. It's called When Entrepreneurship Gets Hard. And if you picture that happening four or five more times over the course of the year, that's kind of been what my year has looked like. Some amazing times, but also really, really low points. Points where there was actual fear of whether or not I was going to be able to make it work and questioning my abilities and whether or not I was good enough. And many of you listening are at the beginning of that. You want to quit your jobs. You want to start a business. You've asked me about it. You've emailed me and posted in the Facebook group and asked me directly, what is my advice for leaving your job and starting a business? And trust me, I get it. I understand the desire, but I would suggest that you hold on to your job, at least for right now. Here's what I mean. Quitting a stable job is difficult. Your income will fluctuate. The buck will stop with you and no matter what happens, it'll be your fault. Even if you are working with a client that is just difficult, they're asking for things that's not a part of the original agreement and they end up leaving for whatever reason because they're unhappy. It's your fault because you didn't communicate well enough, because you didn't make it clear enough, because you didn't anticipate those issues no matter what happens it's your fault now you've heard all of that before but the part that people don't tell you is that one of the hardest parts of quitting a traditional nine-to-five isn't about money at all it's not one of the hardest parts for those of us who have worked in corporate america who have gone through that system who've spent 18 years going through the school system Going through college, getting a traditional job, for those of us who have been in that system, one of the most difficult parts of quitting is that it's a totally different way of thinking. One that we have not had to deal with. You need to shift your approach. You need to shift your thought process. You need a different understanding of what work is. You need a different understanding of why things are the way they are. Starting a business, freelancing, any kind of work for yourself, work from home thing, it's frankly a different kind of work. It's totally different. And the truth is that until you realize it, you're going to struggle a lot. And that's partially what happened to me. It took me nearly six months to fully wrap my head around what it meant to work for myself, what it meant to be the person at the top. It's a fundamental shift in how you think about work, money, value, your worth. It's totally different. For example, And this is just one example. I want to make that clear that there are many others that I don't have time to go into. This is one. When you have a nine to five or an hourly job, the value you bring is directly tied to the number of hours spent on the work. You receive a salary to be there for eight to nine hours every day. You receive an hourly rate to be there when you are scheduled. That all seems like it makes sense, right? All the stuff you do when you're actually there between those 8 to 9 hours or whatever your work schedule is in that hourly job, all the stuff you sit down and do, they have an impact. They're important. And they of course affect your status as being employed and your ability to receive a paycheck. But the actual important part, the the requirement by contract is to show up for the 8 to 9 hours or whatever thing you're scheduled for the individual tasks don't have a value to them it's just getting there and leaving nine hours later leaving four hours later or whatever the the schedule is that's what's important in that environment i call this ass in chair time it's the time that you're sitting down to actually quote unquote work now when you are self-employed All of that goes out the window. Forget all of it. It does not matter. Because all of a sudden, the amount of time you spend sitting down to do what would traditionally be considered work is not the important thing. In addition to that, things that would normally be considered procrastination, like for example, speaking with people, watching videos, reading, those become more valuable. And those become a legitimate way to use your time. The entire thing gets flipped on its head. It's no longer about hours worked. It's now purely about value delivered. It's purely about individual tasks that you spend your time on. And whether or not those tasks are driving growth, whether or not those tasks are putting out the amount of value that you need in order to make ends meet next month. And so now you're spending more time just thinking The amount of time that I spend on a day-to-day basis just thinking, literally not doing a single piece of actual ass-in-chair work, just thinking about ass-in-chair work is enormous. Because it's necessary. Because unless you take the time to do that, you're not going to be able to move forward in the direction that you need to go. And that's the shift that many of you don't realize you have to make if you want to leave your job. And because of that, because you don't understand that, I suggest, this is just my suggestion, but I suggest that you stay at your job for right now. Why? Because it's possible to do both. That's the thing. Leaving your job and starting a business aren't things that have to be done together, You can do both at the same time. You can start a business and then leave your job when it truly demands it. You can start a business and never leave your job. You can do both and you should because there are some things that you can only prepare for by doing it. There are some things you can only learn by doing it. and When it comes to entrepreneurship, a lot of it is things that you can only learn by being in the arena. So, if you have the option of spending three, six, nine, 12 months in the arena while still holding on to that security, why wouldn't you take that? In my case, one, I didn't realize all of this. And two, I truly, truly hated the job that I was at. And so I left. And as a consequence of that, I've had to deal with 12 months of pain, for lack of a better word, to come out the other side and hopefully be in a much better position going into 2017. And I don't want you to have to do that. So my advice, hold on to your job. It gives you the time and space required to fail. It gives you the dollars that you can invest. It gives you the ability to do things in a way that doesn't end with you hunched up and crying in a corner from all the stress and anxiety that comes with entrepreneurship. Not that I know anything about that. I don't. So That's number one. If you want to quit your job to start a business, don't. Start it on the side instead and then quit after it's established, after you've gone through the process. But here are a few other things I've learned after quitting my job. Money will disappear much faster than you realize. You know, I left with four months worth of savings and that was burned through in about two. Things cost more than you realize when you don't have a consistent source of income. In addition to that, the first few months of being self-employed is figuring out how to manage your money in a way that is going to work how to hit all your deadlines, how to pay your bills on time, how to track your expenses better. Trimming down your expenses so that you can run a lean ship so that you can live and survive. So money will disappear much faster than you realize. And so you should probably save more or at least have a source of income coming in, a client that pays you month to month, whatever it is. The second thing is that everything, no matter how passionate you are about it, it will become work. It will feel like a grind that is unavoidable. So get over this concept, this notion that if you're passionate enough, things will always be amazing because it won't. Sometimes it will suck and that's okay. Work through the suck until it gets to a point where you love it again, but it will suck. So get that drilled into your head right now. And then the finally your reputation matters don't overpromise things don't accept something if you don't believe that you're going to fully put everything you have into it one of the biggest mistakes i've made this year and it's one that it's it's one of the ones that i honestly would change if i had the opportunity to but one of the biggest mistakes is out of a desire to make th- ends meet Overpromising promising things in order to get a sale and then being so bogged down by all of the things that I've over-promised to that I end up delivering sort of a half-assed job. And that's exactly why that episode about entrepreneurship being hard, that's why that happened. Because in my short-term view of the world and my short term willingness to do whatever it takes to make it to the next month to survive I overpromised. I said yes to too many things and then I got overwhelmed and I wasn't able to deliver on those things as well as they should have been delivered as well as the clients as well as the people around me deserved and it's unfortunate I'm hoping that the people involved will at least get some value out of what I was able to deliver. And I definitely don't intend to continue making that mistake, but there is truth in the statement that your reputation matters and my reputation has been damaged as a result of that. And it's going to take a lot of work to rebuild that. And that's the position I find myself in. So I don't want you to end up in that position as well. This is why building without quitting your job is a good idea because it puts you in a position where you can actually choose what to say yes to instead of saying yes so that you can make ends meet. And so with all of that said, that's it for episode 142. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to leave a review and to hit subscribe so that brand new episodes can be delivered directly to your favorite listening device. Today's featured song was You and I by Geoxor. I encourage you to check out the full song and more music by going to youtube.com/slash Greg Clunis. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. and remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day, every day.